is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. My name is Frank Kraft, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast designed to give us a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all be better prepared to receive God's Word on Sunday morning. Today's text comes from Acts chapter 1, verse 8. The Word of the Lord says this, and, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So here we have the Acts version of the Great Commission, Uh, and there's kind of two folds to this, and the context really helps us better understand, like, the push of this verse. Uh, The disciples, Jesus has just been resurrected. He's about to ascend, uh, and and the disciples ask, hey, are you going to now restore the kingdom of Israel and bring to physical reality all the promises that God has made about the Messiah and, you know, defeating the enemy of Israel and and setting them up as a government and as a nation, uh, an independent nation again? Are you going to do all these, like, physical, you know, expectations that the Israel, the people of Israel at the time had interpreted the Messiah was supposed to do. And Jesus responds to them, listen, you, it is not for you to know times and seasons, but instead you're given a mission. He's like, listen, it's not for you to know how God is going to bring about all the promises that he has established as for the Messiah, you know, and we have better revelation of this in the rest of the New Testament. But he says, but you're to do a main mission. And this is the Acts version of the Great Commission, which is to make disciples. And he says it this way. He says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so there's a few key words here that I want us to really uh, latch on and meditate on today. And the first is, receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now understand, we are at war. Christianity... Uh, being disciples of Jesus is a wartime worldview. It's a wartime religion. We understand that there's literally a cosmic battle for people's souls going on, and there's one or there's two outcomes, and each soul will be assigned one of them, right? You will either spend all of eternity in heaven, worshiping, glorifying God, making much of Christ, and living in per- perfect, uh, in a perfect creation with no tears, no pain, no sadness, no heartbreak, none of that. Or you will spend all of eternity in hell, in eternal torment and pain and punishment, experiencing the judgment and the wrath of God continuously over and over again for all of eternity. And the war is for us to break through the gates of hell, for us to break through, be light in the darkness, and share and be and show the love of Christ and to speak the gospel and the good news to those who would hear it, that they would hear that God has provided a way for them to be broken of their sin, freed from their sin, freed from slavery to sin, and be brought into right relationship with God and to worship God as they were originally created to do in the power of the Holy Spirit, in faith in Christ, and to live a life in righteousness and empowered by the same Holy Spirit that has empowered us to be witnesses. And this is something that God has provided everything that we need for life and godliness. And remember, our main purpose, our, our only, almost our, our only purpose in life, outside of the few insulary responsibilities that we have as parents and, and husbands and all that stuff and the common grace and common law of God in creation, is our main purpose is to make disciples, is to preach the gospel, is to be the hands and feet and mouthpieces of Jesus to a lost and dying world because we're still here in this messed up, broken, sinful, dark world 
specifically to make a positive, light-shining, worldview-shattering, uh, life-changing impact to the people around us, that we would be, and this goes into our second word that we're thinking about today, and that's we would be witnesses. What are we being witnesses of? We're being witnesses of Jesus, of his death, burial, and resurrection. We're being witnesses of our own testimony and our own experience of God radically tra- changing our lives, bringing us from death to life, bringing us from slavery to sin to be empowered to live righteously, being free from sin and the effects of sin, knowing God and having a relationship with God in such a way that we can share our testimony and share our witness and share the very things that Jesus did were witnesses of Jesus and his ministry and the teachings of the Bible, the things that we learn and hear from the Holy Spirit and the scriptures, but we're also witnesses of our own experiences with God and how God is working and moving in our lives. And we are simply to share. That's what witnesses do. Witnesses testify. And so this is where this idea, you may have heard this phrase that preach the gospel and then when necessary, use words. That is not what you see in the scriptures. That is not what being a witness is. It's not, oh, well, let me just live my life casually and passively and let people passively or just by osmosis understand the love of God. No, no, no. Witnesses proclaim. Witnesses testify. Witnesses speak. You know, that's where this word comes from. We're messengers. Messengers, witnesses speak. And so we share what God is doing. Out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. Now, some may be better and more equipped to do this in different ways than others. That is totally okay. Whatever position, whatever purpose, whatever opportunities God gives you to share, you're just to be faithful in those things. Don't compare yourself to someone else and go, oh, well, I'm not good at public speaking, therefore I can't be a good witness. No, you can be a great witness just doing your job and letting the overflow of your heart speak, you know, letting God fill you with his love, fill you with his compassion, and just serve and speak and let your words and the, the, you know, the conversations that you have be salted with grace, you know, and be flavored with grace and be flavored with love and be a witness. And whatever opportunities God gives you to make disciples, do that, whether that be just sharing what God spoke to you that, this morning in your quiet time or in your Devo, or whether that be just being there and listening to someone who's having a really hard time and just finishing up with, hey, let's pray. Like, I can't teach you. I can't, like, explain to you all the complexities of uh, the Christian worldview, but hey, I can't pray with you. And I can't remind you that there's a God who knows you and knows your struggles and knows the things that you're going with, and he cares for you, and he has compassion on you, and he wants you to be relieved, and he wants to bring about peace and comfort to you. So let's just pray and ask the God of all comforts to comfort you in any affliction with the same affliction that I've been comforted with, or with the same comfort that I've been comforted with, right? 2 Corinthians 1. And so just go and be disciples, be witnesses, because understand this is the Acts version of the Great Commission. This is a command for us to go. And so this is not optional. This is something that we must be about. We must be a part of, and that's what we exist to do. We exist to glorify God and make disciples of all nations. And we do that through receiving the power and being a witness in all the different areas that God may place us. So thank you very much for listening to Simple Rhythms, and we'll catch you next time.